The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, Farlanders. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This is episode 788 of the series as we break out of the previous hidey hole. Did we stream? Did we stream in betwixt? No? I don't know that we streamed in betwixt the last episode and this episode. In which case, seamless transition. Uh, If not, then not so seamless transition. But uh, welcome back. This is episode 788, like I said. We got Wolfie. We're continuing west. This episode going live on Sunday, June 21st, 2020. And being recorded live the day before on Twitch. On Twitch. And we are still indeed raising money for PAWS, the Progressive Animal Welfare Society, P-A-W-S, <laughs> um, here in the Seattle area, up to $2,727 so far. You can find out more and the link to donate at farlandsorbust.com. And I have a story for you. I have a story for you. I didn't ever anticipate. I mean, obviously I chose Pause because it's a local charity. It's where I adopted, I almost said donated. It's where I donated Juno from. It's where I adopted Juno from because she was a rescue. And uh, uh, I thought it was a, 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 a close to home charity. I haven't done anything with, with animals yet. Um, but I didn't expect to then also have it be close to home once again, um, because there, there was, there's been another interaction with Paws, and uh, it, it only re-encouraged, uh, re that's not the word, reinvigorated, reinvigorated uh, my choice for the charity for this season of Far Lands or Bust. If you follow me on Twitter... You already know about it, but last... Was it Friday? It was last Thursday, because I, like, recorded the episode on Thursday, so I didn't get to mention it. Uh, but last Thursday... Uh, got a text from the girlfriend that she was coming home, and it was an emergency! Um, and after I determined that she was okay, um, she came home from work, uh, having driven there and back, as is often the case. Uh, but anyway, she was driving and noticed on a busy road uh, a uh, mallard duck and its bebis, its ducklings, trying to cross the road. So, as a, you know, kind, thoughtful human being, stopped, uh, put on her blinkers uh, to, like, help them cross safely uh people stopped behind her and stuff like that and uh not everybody is a decent human being because uh somebody felt like completely ignoring all the stopped cars and uh blasted through at full speed 
striking and killing the mama duck thus you know instantly creating orphans of the ducklings that were following behind uh the girlfriend leaped leapt leaped into action honestly being horrified to see that um picked up the ducklings five little baby ducklings uh just like folded them in her shirt uh, and then uh, brought them home. Uh, she was very upset, um, very upset at what she saw. And uh, I, I've said this on stream, but if, if, if it hadn't been for the ducklings that she wanted to save, because they would have probably gone after the mom who was in the middle of the road, and they would have gotten hit as well. Um but if, it, if not for the ducklings, she would have probably gone after that driver and uh, done unspeakable things. <laughs> unspeakable things. Um, but yeah, brought home these ducklings. We got out of a, a box and towels and, and, and put them in there. These are very tiny ducklings. Uh, maybe a couple weeks old at, at, at most. Um, and then we had to like figure out what, what to do for them. What, what do we do for these ducklings? And pause immediately popped in, into my mind. Uh, I don't live anywhere near where Paws is anymore. Um, so we were looking for more nearby places, wildlife rehabilitation places, uh, because Paws, in addition to doing, in addition to doing dog and cat rescue, uh, also does wildlife rehabilitation. Uh, there's a bunch of pictures on the websites, harbor seals, bears, uh, you know, Orphaned animals, um, things like that. Uh, they even worked with like the zoo. Like the the, the bear, a bear at the, the zoo was sick, and uh, they took care. They did something for the bear from the zoo. Um, but anyway, a lot of the places around here weren't taking new uh, new animals in because they were smaller operations and they were kind of sheltered off due to the the COVID thing. So the girlfriend gave Paws a call. It was already, uh, and he was very confused. He's like, I'm all the way up here in Canada. No, no. Uh, gave Paws their wildlife center a call, left a message because it was already beyond, uh, you know, the uh, office hours at that point. Um, and, and we kept the, the ducklings overnight uh, in a box, nice and dark and, and warm and sheltered. And uh, the cats were very interested in, in, in the chirping <laughs> coming from the patio. Where am I going? How am I... Hmm, this seems like a bad idea. Yeah, this seems like a bad idea. But I've already committed, I think. Hi! Um, and they got back. Paws got back to the girlfriend. And, oh, said that they could uh, take, they only take animals right now by appointment, uh, but they could take them at noon on that Friday. Uh, so I, since the girlfriend had to work again, I, I drove a little bit more than an hour to the Wildlife Rehabilitation Center uh, and, and dropped off these five ducklings because they were able to take them in. Uh, and they said they have, uh, you know, we, we were... We're realistic, so we're like, are you actually going to, like, 
help these ducklings? Or is it kind of like, oh, this happens all the time and they're just gonna, you know, do what they might do with them? And no, no, they have, they had like 60 other ducklings, orphaned ducklings uh, that they take, have taken in at various stages and uh, they they pair them up with uh, similarly aged ducklings to to feed and rear, I guess, and rehabilitate before releasing them back into the wild. Um, so yeah, it was a it was a smooth process. Uh, they were all set up uh, to to take in the animals. Um, they got my information and my email and said they would email me when if with an update in the next couple months, whenever they grow up and are you know, have an update, so I'm assuming they tag them and keep track of them and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, and, and I'm like, oh, and everybody was extremely nice, uh, extremely understanding, uh, especially in the scenario that my girlfriend went through. Uh, very upsetting to see all that. Uh, but uh, the ducklings are now in the caring hands of Paws. And the money, the, the $2,727, oops, we raised uh, will be, you know, obviously <laughs> I don't keep track of all the money, but uh, that money going to help the, the five little ducklings that uh, were orphaned and uh, dropped off by yours truly. That was, uh, that was, we wish that didn't have to happen. <laughs> if 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 all went well, it would have, you know, the ducks would have crossed the road and the girlfriend would have continued on her way. But uh, uh, yeah, that really that was one of those things where the girlfriend was upset, obviously, at seeing somebody blatantly kill the mama duck. But also, like, she was on her way. Uh, my birthday was the next day and we were gonna make a gluten-free cake and like we had all these plans but it's like whoop it's one of those like split moments where it's like well I guess everything changed I guess the entire day's plans have been flipped on their heads um, so a yet another personal connection here to the pause organization uh, if you are able to donate that's farlandsbus.com. Uh, help out, help out, damn ducks. <laughs> help out, damn ducks. Uh, let's go to sleep. Ooh, voice crack. <clears throat> let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. <laughs> and awakeness. Uh, one one little side note about that is that they are having an issue with the donation tracker thing uh, on the website to donate to pause um, for for the for the time being when you do donate there's a little checkbox that says anonymous uh, if you want to check that that way it doesn't publish your name with your donation um, so if you do that but then in your comment or with your question you just say, who you are or who you want to be referred to as, if anything other than anonymous, uh, there's 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 a problem with um, their donation is publishing the name that appears on your payment information as opposed to the the uh, 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 nickname you choose with your donation. Uh, so I just wanted to mention that as well, and I should probably put something like that on the website. But I have 
been in contact with them after that and let them know and we've been back and forth and they know they have with their service provider for their donation system uh have figured are trying to get that fixed so just wanted to mention that as well in deed so speaking of donations we did i did post um I think a couple tweets. I posted, a, I tweeted about the situation and then tweeted when I got to the pause place and like dropped them off, uh, the ducklings. So I, and, and there I gave a link to the donation. So we got in a few donations for them ducks. Um, some of those had questions like this one. Tell us something you've learned recently, a skill, a fact, anything. Something I learned recently. A skill, a fact, anything. Hmm. A question I should have thought more about before choosing it to answer. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff, but I can't think about it. I learned about I learned about Rivnuts as well. And I'm like, hmm, that would be a tool to have. Thank you Cone Dodger 240 for your informational automotive vlogging series. I myself might be needing to mount side view mirrors and drilling holes for them. <laughs> and a Rivnut was not a thing. I knew ever existed. I know what I'm using my Harbor Freight refund from Jack Stands on. Um, what else did I learn recently? I wa I keep like one of the few non-gaming YouTube channels I follow is uh, Z, Z, Z Z Frank Z Frank. Uh, he does the true facts about animals. Uh, he did a true facts about cats recently and uh, went in depth about their, like the eye, the eyeballs, the, 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 the slit eyeball is something that developed on animals that hunt low to the ground and like have to see through grasses and things. So the vertical slit eye helps them focus and keep in focus the foreground and the background whilst also looking through grasses and things which is why tigers while still a cat are large their heads are above the grass so they have circle pupils as opposed to the the vertical pupils conversely prey animals like goats have the horizontal weird looking horizontal pupils that no matter how they tilt their heads the pupil always remains on the horizon, parallel to the horizon, so that they can get a panoramic view to notice incoming predators. That I learned. And it's very funny. Well, I also learned more than I needed to know about cats' tongues and how the little, the, the little spikes on their tongues are made out of the same stuff that makes up your fingernails and they're shaped so that 
they can distribute saliva through the individual strands. So that's fun. <laughs> I didn't need to know about that, but I learned about that. Uh, but yeah, that's I think his channel is Z E F R A N K Zafrank. He's like a OG YouTuber, like prior to Google's acquisition. Um, uh, I'm sh sure you you must have seen some of his videos uh, before. Um, but yeah, that's one of my favorites. And I learn things and have a good laugh because he's very, very funny. Um, is there a skill I learned? Hmm. Assembling a grill? <laughs> um, what am I trying to do here? I need more boats. Boop, 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 boat, boat, boat. Um, how to replace the jets on a carburetor. I think I got it figured out right now. I think I got it figured out right. The Corolla, that is the carburetor, but I've said too much about that already. I've said too much. <laughs> These shall remain secrets. Um, no, I think that's that's kind of it. Uh, another question, kind of along the same line of ducks. If you had to pick a farm critter to have and to raise, what would you choose? A goat. Um, Save some for the Kurt vlog series. I I just I cannot get like motivated or have any sort of positive thoughts about doing Corolla or garage videos. Just the the level of effort that would be required. I might just do like another like I mean heck, I I do have a bunch of footage and recorded a bunch of stuff about the SVX that I, I, I bought over a year ago and sold over six months ago, and I never put that together with anything. But I'm thinking, like, I've done, like, Corolla update videos. This is what I've done. So I feel like maybe that is in order. But even that requires effort. Um, but if you had to pick a farm critter to have and to raise, what would you choose? The girlfriend said, if Paws wasn't going to take them ducks, we were going to have to raise them ducks. Which is illegal, did you know? You, you're not allowed in the state of Washington, even if, if, if you're not a licensed... Dang it, Wolfie! If you're not a licensed wildlife rehabilitator... Dang it, Wolfie! <laughs> you can't take in wild animals and raise them. I don't think that stops many people. But uh, wouldn't wouldn't want them ducklings. They're cute now, but like in the eight hours we had them, so much so much byproduct just everywhere in the box. <laughs> just that, that that's what they do. Yeah, wolves in Minecraft are another thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think like hens, chickens that lay eggs would be the most useful. It would also be incredibly Seattleite hipster. 
I just feel like eggs are the only thing I could, like, use on a regular basis. Um... Ooh. Yeah, no, I don't- I've- I've never- I'm not- I'm not much of a farm animal person. Not much of a farm animal person. TBH. I mean, I have a cattle dog, but I don't want to own any cattle <laughs> upon which to heal them. Um, no sheep? What could I use sheep for? Am I going to start spinning my own wool? Um... Oh, is that a llama? An alpaca? Um... Still, what would I use an alpaca for? Am I going to spin my own alpaca wool? Let's make the elevator hidey hole up on this little mound. Ooh. I don't I don't drink animal milk. I don't I'm not gonna be making any cheese. <laughs> um So yeah, I don't I don't know that I would go out of my way to have any sort of farm animals. So let's sleep on that. And continue in the morning. And awakeness. Nope, that would be death. <laughs> Jennifer, thank you for the donation, asks. You always said you would go to Mars if NASA asked you, but would you still go now? Now that you are with the girlfriend? Bum bum bum. Oh, we've had this conversation. <laughs> we have had this conversation. Um, and I've talked about this even prior to the girlfriend. Uh. BG, before girlfriend, um, where I'm like, yeah, on like the surface level thing, I'm like, yes, let's go to space, let's go to Mars, but it would still be a very difficult decision to make. Look at this sword, look at this dangling sword, what does this mean? King Arthur himself, if this is above a lake, we gotta look for a random what's what's the what's the what's the uh, the line from Monty Python random women distributing swords near lakes that's the that's what I was going for take this hey wolfie 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 oh jeez wolfie Wolfie, Wolfie, dang it! I'm trying to get a ha ha. Trying to get a screenshot here for the for the thumbnail. Boink, perfect. Um, yeah, it would still be like 
I don't want to go to Mars to die. I don't want to go to Mars to live there. If there's a return trip proposition, then yes. <laughs> um, would I go to the space station or just go into orbit or go to the moon? Absolutely. Uh, the girlfriend would not want to go with, though. Um, she she doesn't like space. I mean, she likes space. Um, like, it's interesting and stuff to her, but she doesn't want to go to space. She'd rather go to the bottom of the ocean. Which I'm like, that is... I would not want to do that. That's far creepier. <laughs> I don't know why. That's far creepier. Um... So, yeah, there there definitely have to be a return plan for me to consider that. I, I Yeah, I don't even like the ocean when I'm on the surface of it. <laughs> it's too deep and too daunting. Uh, there's stuff down there with teeth. <laughs> Little nibbly, bitey teeth. What? Touch my ankle! Um... Seaweed, it's gross. Um, so yeah, there would definitely it would be more of a decision. But again, if it was like, oh, it's gonna be three, four years, and I get to come back, I would still very heartily consider it, and and I'd very much lean to the side of of yes. Oh, it's just a. Six-day trip to the moon and back. Sign me up. Strap me in. Let's go. So thank you very much, Jennifer, for that question. Zanslands asks, What benefits and challenges do you think come from having super long-term projects like FLOB? Like FLOB? Like slicing a full-size planet in half in Astroneer? Like playing SnowRunner? <laughs> That's just a long-term game. Um, well, the benefits are is you never run out of content. I mean, I suppose I would if I don't have anything to talk about or questions to answer. Farlinesbus.com, donate. Um, but it, it's a nice, consistent... It's a constant. That's the word I'm looking for. It's like a constant that can be relied upon. Which is why I haven't taken too kindly to tweaking the formula too much. Like, uh, for the longest time, since, like, the first season, people have been like, Oh, you should have guests on, like, every show. Uh, or, or have other people join you on the journey and stuff like that. And even doing that, I feel, would uh, unrecognizably change the experience. Um, so it's nice to have a constant. It's nice to, uh, like, have a system in place already. Like, it's a, a workflow, if you will. Um, challenges, I would say, then it's also an obligation, almost. And uh, even if I, say, don't have donations or questions, or I don't have motivation... Uh, it still feels like something I'm obligated to do. Um, so yeah, and it's it's it's. I don't even know. I don't think I call it a project either. Like a project is something 
with like a finished state with a uh you know like a car as a project yeah <laughs> finished state on a car um <laughs> but like it has like a plan or something like that this really is that has no plan or or uh end game or or win win status and yes getting to the farlands but the formula that i'm using that is merely an afterthought to the the journey as it were to the experience to the to the platform the platform no the uh to the uh maybe platform is the word plot i suppose um equation whatever you know what i mean so yeah i think all those things uh are are part of it and yeah certainly doing it for charity um that's obviously that's more of a benefit that i'm trying to turn into a benefit like a turning the audience i'm turning you into a benefit um no i'm but so but it can also be a challenge because you got to Choose the right charity. You gotta, you know, hopefully people keep giving to it or else it feels kind of uh, like spinning your wheels, staying motivated to run that aspect of it. Um, so that's different. But that's a good question. That was a good question. I, I often don't think about it that way. Uh, it's almost like, do you eat breakfast every day? Okay, it's it's not like an ongoing project <laughs> to, to to have breakfast every day, unless maybe you're like in culinary school and you're you're trying to learn how to make the best breakfast that ever breakfast. Yeah, what did I did I do that actually, Rail Fan? Did I was I so wise? As to have Dr. Brian Lorgon 111 as a guest on 11 11 2011. Did I do that? I'm so smart. I that that was probably the most perfect thing I could have ever done. <laughs> wow. That's pretty good. If only it was episode 111, but Lord knows that would have taken more effort than necessary. It was episode 88. Oh, 10, 11, 11? Oh, Kurt, you should have waited for November. That's fine. So close. Yet so far. Um, That was probably a scenario where I'm like, I don't know what to do anymore after 88 episodes. Uh... Speaking of numbers... Cone Dodger 240 had a question with a donation. How does it feel now to be a grill master? Is there anything you've ever wanted to cook but never had the ambition to do so? Oh. Um, we cooked Bun Busters yesterday. That's the name of the hot dog. They're known as Bun Busters. Uh, I, I, I made a very funny instagram story about it back when i first found them last summer bun busters 
the busty buns. They're, they're, they're so bun bustery. Um, no, that's I. That's kind of a thing. I don't have food ambitions. <laughs> uh, like the girlfriend is asked, "Oh, is there anything you've ever wanted to make, or this, that, or the other, or you know, come up with new ideas?" And I'm like, "I'm not really experimental. I'm not really. I don't really challenge myself. I tend. I come from a family that's very, quote unquote, American meat potatoes sort of thing." Um, and if I want something, like, special, or, like, something different, I'll prefer to get it from somebody who knows what they're doing, like, go to a Vietnamese restaurant or a specific place that specializes in such things, as opposed to, like, trying to make it myself. Also true, I do have this whole gluten allergy thing, so there is limitations so as far as that is concerned whoops um like i made ribs the ribs turned out good whoops that was a, a combination slow cooker grill scenario i guess we're gonna see how this marinade i made is the marinade i made poet and i only sort of knew it um, so yeah, no, um, I'm not a very ambitious person, full stop, but also like in regards to food either. I don't, I like, I don't like what, I don't even know like what sort of special thing could somebody make on the grill that isn't like chicken or brats or okay, steaks. Okay, uh, ribs. I can't, uh, yeah, I don't have, I don't, I don't know. Cone wants to smoke a whole turkey. <laughs> uh, is that legal in your state? Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I, I'm even, I am, uh, people are mentioning uh, Justin, HC Justin, and even like Good and, Brian, uh, are all ankle deep in the sous vide stuff and the, the, I, I don't, I don't want it to be too complicated either. Um, like when you start needing specialized equipment, sous vide things and torches to scorch things and I, I that, that, that gets, that doesn't interest me. And like, that's the sort of effort where I'm like, I'd rather pay somebody else to do all this. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather support my local businesses. Hey, that's how you spin it to make yourself seem like a better person. Indeed. So yeah, farlandsorbus.com is where you can learn more about the series and also donate to the Progressive Animal Welfare Society. Help, help feed them ducklings and all the other animals. Uh, that'd be much appreciated. And this has been episode 788 of Farlands or Busts. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention, somebody else walked to the Farlands over the weekend. So, that happened. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. 
Not gonna be making any cheese. 